Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Hallelujah. How many are ready for part two of Faithful Conference? (laughs) Hallelujah. I I started off last week just saying, you know, I've been on topics this last, um, this last couple times that I've been ministering on, on topics that aren't necessarily what everybody comes out to conferences to hear or to, uh, uh, to gather around. You know, you don't see too many faithful conferences. You don't see too many submission conferences. You don't see too many honor conferences. You don't see a lot of those conferences, but how many, you know, just because it's not popular to gather in conferences around doesn't mean that it's not the word of God. Hallelujah. And it's not truth and that we ought to know the truth and the truth will actually set us free from the way that, that we've been doing things or the way we've been seeing things. We want to, we want to take everything that's in this word, hallelujah, and assimilate it into our lives. Amen. Not just as facts that we know, but as, as truth that changes us and begins to reveal who he really is and who we really are. And then it causes us to spring forth into action. Amen. Because it's not just just the hearers of the word. It's not just the hearers of the word that, that, that are blessed because those actually deceive themselves, but it's the doers of the word that, that are blessed in everything they do. And, and if, and, and the reality is, is if you aren't moving and doing what the word of God says, the word says that you are deceiving yourself. Amen. And so we don't want to be deceived. Amen. Say, I don't want to be deceived. Well, then be a doer. Amen. Uh, uh, being a doer is, is a surefire way to make sure deception uh, doesn't, come, doesn't come to stay in your life. Amen. And so I want to talk a little bit about faithfulness tonight. Uh, I shared uh, some on it last Sunday night if you were here. Um, and I'll recap just quickly and briefly. Um, but I, I have some other things that I still have in my heart. Pastor asked me to minister, and, and, and I said, I probably gonna, am going to preach again on faithfulness because there's just still, still some things, amen, stirring on the inside. How many of you know you can be more faithful? I can be more faithful. Hallelujah. If you're not looking just like Jesus in the morning when you wake up, then there's opportunity for growth, amen, in your life to be a little more faithful, amen. But like Jesus said in the garden, when he, when he knew what, was up against, what he was up against and he didn't want to do it, he, he faced temptation just the way you and I do. But just the same way that he faced temptation just like you, he said, Lord, it's not, not my will. He said, if this cup can pass in any other way, then, then, then it should be, let it be done. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And that's, that is the heart of consecration. That is the prayer of consecration. And, and I, I remember Brother Hagen uh, way back when I was a teenager going to, um, to one of his meetings. And, and he said, I pray the, consecration, the prayer of consecration almost daily. Daily he prays the, prayers of, the prayer of consecration. Why? Because there's temptation to not be consecrated. There's a current that tries to pull you away from from consecration. Amen. And, and every day there, that current is there. Amen. Anyone been tempted to be pulled away from being consecrated ever? 
Right, we all know that temptation because it's there every morning, every night, uh, uh, every, every afternoon. There's a temptation to be pulled away from your purpose, pulled away from your calling. Pull, that's why Peter said, make sure that uh, your call and your, make, make your call and election sure. Amen. You, you have to make sure. Amen. It, uh, pastor can't make your call and election sure for you. I can't make your call and election sure for you. God can't make your call and election sure for you. The, the Bible says you have to because because there's a current in this world that's trying to pull us away, trying to pull us away. You ever swam the Ichnatuckney? Ever been in the Ichnatuckney? Anyone ever been or floated down the river in a kayak or a canoe or anything? There's a current that's going a, a, a certain flow, right? And have you ever tried to get out of that thing that you were flowing down the river in or tried to paddle upstream? How many you know it's not, it's, it's something you have to do on purpose, Right? You don't just float upstream. No, you sometimes sometimes you have to work to get upstream because the current is, is, is strong. Well, I believe that there's a current of God that we can get in that helps carry us in there. And I I liken it to something like this. It's like uh, uh, I can go up current in a tube, doing like this, you know, paddling with my arms. But how do you know I'm going to be tired out soon? You're going to be tired out soon trying to go up current in a, in, a, in a float, trying to paddle with your arms. You can only go so far that way. You can then get in a canoe or kayak, and it makes it easier, but it's still not easy. You will eventually tire out, correct? Because you're doing it in your own what? Strength. But have you ever been in a, in a speedboat or, or a riverboat? Mm. There's, there's extra power that's available Y'all know where I'm going. There's extra power available that's not in your own strength. You just got to keep it fueled up. Mm -hmm. You just got to keep it fueled up. Crank that baby up. Amen. And, and then it does the work for you and keeps you propelling down, down the current, the, up the current. And, and, and all of a sudden, you're not worried about how, how, how much effort that, that motor's put, putting out. You're not worried because, because you've kept it filled up. Amen. Well, there is a current in your heart. Glory to God that if you will just keep it filled up with the word of God, keep it filled up with the truth of the word of God. Keep your eyes on, the, on what the word of God says. Fuel yourself. Glory to God. There is a power on the inside of you and a power upon you. Glory to God. That's from the spirit of God. That's not in your own strength that will cause you to be propelled up the current. Glory to God. And I don't know about you, but I've been paddling up current in a kayak and, and, and I've seen uh, boats, glory to God, come by and they're just cruising and they, they may have an ice cold Coca-Cola and they're just enjoying the the... And I'm like, why am I out here kayaking? Why am I kayaking? And then there are ways, you know, and you're bouncing around in the kayak and you're, and you're wishing you were on that boat. Anybody been there? Oh, man, I wish I had a speedboat right now. Because it, it, you, you realize that's where the fun is. Amen. <laughs> kayak sounded fun when you got up that morning. But when you got down about 45 minutes into the trip, you're like, what am I doing with my life? I'm sweating, and I'm, and I'm not cold. The water's here, but I'm not in the water, and, and I'm hot, and the sun is on me, and right? You're doing something in your own strength, and there's all, that's only fun for so long. But if you don't stay fueled up, amen, if you don't st stay fueled up, you will wear out. But we're not trying to wear out. We're trying to stay faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Um, I'm going to read this. I'm going to kick off real quick with this. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, because I just like to start here because it's the truth. Amen. Say truth. Hallelujah. And uh, just in case anyone's trying to, trying to um, disqualify themselves tonight, I, I've got a scripture that um, we'll take that away. Amen. It says in verse, uh, chapter two, verse 13, it says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know where you're at tonight. Maybe, maybe you've made some adjustments since last week. Maybe you weren't here last week. Maybe you've had a faithful week where you've upped your faithfulness and it's been amazing. And you've seen great things, or maybe you had a relapse back into faith and in, back into faithlessness. Amen. I don't know where you're at tonight, but God is is faithful. Amen. And and here's the thing. Over in Ephesians, we, we recap, I'll recap this real quick. Over in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, it says, be imitators of God as dear children. Be imitators of God as dear children. Why, why is God saying imitate him as a child? Because he's our father, we are his child, and we are made in his image and his likeness. So if he is faithful, then you are faithful. At the core of who you really are is faithful. Amen. That's why I said there's a current on the inside of you. There's power on the inside inside of you to actually live out and walk out the truth of the word of God and what the word says about you is who you really are amen we've got to get used to believing what the word says about us then versus our our track record I said we got to get used to believing what the word says about us versus the way we feel come on somebody I said we got to get used to believing what the word says about us versus the way that our family is we got to get used to believing what the word says about us. Amen. If the word says you're healed, you're healed. If the word says you're blessed, you're blessed. If the word says you're free, you're free. Well, I don't feel free. I don't feel blessed. I don't feel healed. Well, we're not trying to respond. We don't look at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are unseen. Because the things which are seen, they're temporary. They're here today, gone tomorrow. But the things that uh, are not seen, those things are eternal. Those things last. We've got to get used to looking at the truth of the reality of the word in whatever area it is. Amen. It just doesn't only apply to our blessing, to our health, to, to our freedom. Amen. It applies to, to, to us being faithful. It applies to us being committed. It, it applies to us being joyful. It applies to us being truthful, to being, being hard work, whatever the area, the word of God is who you really are. If you've been recreated in his image, then this word is a description. Amen. Of who you really are. Amen. And we got to get used to assimilating that and believing it and taking it for, for what is real. Amen. Hallelujah. The facts may say you've not been faithful, but choose tonight to believe that you are faithful. Choose tonight by faith, the same way you walked out and believed God to recreate you that day when you asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life and you accepted what you never felt to be true, amen, and then it became true, glory to God, in that same way, if you've been unfaithful, if you've been faithless in your walk with God or you've been wishy-washy or however you want to call it, tonight accept the reality of the word that says you are faithful and begin to declare and live out the reality that says I am faithful faithful. I'm faithful to the, to the, what God has called me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's turn over to, um, let's go to, um, Matthew real, real quick. We'll start here. Matthew chapter 25. Somebody say, praise the Lord. 
And I just want to read the parable of the talents. It says, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. Right? That's what Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven is like this. Amen. We want to know what the kingdom of heaven is like because our commission is to bring heaven to earth. Amen. As it is in heaven, so be it here. Amen. And, and it says, uh, like, a, like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, and to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Amen. It says, then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, the one who received two gained two more also. But then there was the one he went and dug it in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Amen. Or his, we could say hid uh, uh, the, the ability that the Lord gave him or the grace that God put on his life or the anointing that, that, that this, this one had. Amen. This applies to just more than money, correct? And it says, uh, so um, after a long time, verse 19, uh, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. How many of you know there's a time that comes when the Lord is going to come? Amen. We're in a day of grace. Thank God for it. Hallelujah. But there's a time coming where the Lord's going to come back and settle accounts. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, depending on whether that's a joyful day or a sorrowful day is the truth is right here in this parable. Amen. It says, so, we, so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained five more besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Verse 22 says, he also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, uh, you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Amen. There is joy to enter into. There is reward to enter into. Amen. And the one that, that had five, he doubled it. Amen. And the Lord was pleased. The one that had two, he doubled it. The Lord was pleased. Amen. He didn't say, well, you with two, why didn't you come up with five more? No, he said, you, I gave you two, you doubled it, good work, well done, good and faithful servant. You get the same reward, somebody say same reward. Same reward. Same reward. Hallelujah, there, it, is, it is of the enemy to, to compare your life to somebody else's life and begin to get into uh, covetousness, wanting what some other man has or some other person has, a call that they have or a purpose that they have. That's covetousness, and it's a, it's a seed of the enemy that will get you comparing your life. And how many you know when you're comparing with somebody else, you're not working on what God told you to do? It's a distraction. But when you are faithful to do what God's called you to do in the place he's called you to be, whether you're a, a one-talent person, a two-talent person, or a five-talent person, God gave each to his own ability. And, and, and no matter where you're at, if you're one, then God doesn't expect you to bring five. He expects you to bring one more. Glory to God. And I, I believe this, that if, you will, if you've got one and you start being faithful with one, 
then God will add to you. How many of you know if you double the one, then you've got two? Now you're a two-talent person, and you still got time on the earth. If you're breathing tonight, glory to God, whatever level of talent you are at tonight, if you've got two now, you can double that and have four. Now you're a four-talent person. Glory to God, because he who's faithful and little, in Luke chapter 16, verse 10, I believe, Jesus said, he who is faithful with little is faithful with much. His test for you, whether you will be faithful with much, is are you being faithful with the little? Are you being faithful with, with coming to church? Well, I, want, I, want to, I, want to, I want to do this, I want to do that. Are you being faithful with being here regularly? Some people have big hopes and dreams, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dreamer. I, I love to think about what God has, has in store in the future. I love that. Amen. God is, God is always, I'm always just, just conversing with God. What, what, what else is next? What else is next? Amen. But you can get so busy thinking about what else is next, you're not being faithful with the two you got right now. Come on, are you being faithful in the department God's called you to be right now? Are you, are you being faithful with the, serve, with the service that God's called you to be, be right now? Are you being faithful at the job you have right now? Are you being faithful in the position at work that you've got right now? Amen. Well, I'm just the custodian. Well, praise God. I'm, I, if I'm a custodian, I mean, I've been there. I started at custodian. Amen. I started at the bottom, uh, bottom barrel uh, in jobs. Amen. And I would work. I would work and be faithful with at the level I was at. Glory to God. And be faithful. Amen. And we get some raises there. Get some some favor there because a faithful man abounds in favor. Abounds. Glory to God. And so I was being faithful where I, where I was at. It wasn't long until they said, you know what? You're doing well with this. Why don't you? take over this part why don't you take over this this area why don't you do this and how many of you know that when that's the way that faithfulness works that works and reflects in the, in, a, in the natural God does it the same way so be faithful where you're at amen according to according to what God's given you amen because if you're faithful in few you are faithful with much amen hallelujah say why well, didn't think God would, would test us no God proves these things out in our lives I said, God proves these things. You, you might be, uh, uh, let me read this, this quote. I, I, I heard this somewhere. Hallelujah. And, and, I, and I loved it. Um, it says, uh, it said um, right now you are, you are currently moving through life at the pace of your faithfulness, willingness, and obedience. You are currently moving in life according to your pace, not God's pace, not your wife's pace, not your husband's pace, not your children's pace, not your pastor's pace. Your pace of faithfulness, willingness, and obedience. Amen. You don't like the pace in which you're going, glory to God. Then why don't you ch check up on your faithfulness, check up on your willingness, check up on your obedience. Glory to God. If you begin to check up on those three things, well, well, you know, yeah, but I, and, uh, you know, excuses are like armpits. Amen. Everybody has them and they all sting. Glory to God. And how many of you know that, that excuses don't really work right now, but they're sure not going to work when you're standing up there in front of the Lord Jesus, amen? And he says, what did you do with the two talents I left you? What did you do with the, th with the gifts and callings that I put in your life? What did you do with the, with the influence that I gave you? Well, I didn't, I, and I couldn't, and, I, and well, and my sister and my brother and, my, and this person at church offended me, and so I, uh, and, uh, no, those excuses aren't going to work when we're standing before the Lord, amen? And I'm not trying to scare anybody tonight but how many you know we still got time amen 
Say, I still got time. Say, I still got time. Amen. There, this, it's God's faithfulness to you that you hear a message like this tonight. Glory to God. Because there's time for adjustments to be made. Glory to God. And if you've been faithless with your one or with your two or with your five or, or wherever you're at, amen, you got time to kick in some faithfulness. Glory to God. You got some time to kick in your faithfulness with your prayer life. You got some time to kick in your faithfulness with your relationship with God. You got some time to, to put some faithfulness in with your finances. You got some time to put in your faithfulness amen serving at the church you got time amen you got time to change your reputation at your job hallelujah you got time amen and God is calling us to live and be the example of him and he said be imitators of me as dear, dear children he's calling you to be an imitator of him in his faithfulness glory to God in this generation hallelujah amen hallelujah if you're moving if you're moving slow and your pace is slow. Glory to God. Kick up your faithfulness. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is something supernatural about digging in in faithfulness right where you're at. It unleashes. See, God, God's favor is released when you start responding to his word. Mm, amen. I don't know about you, but that blesses me. I said God's favor is released. His ability is released. His anointing is released. His power is released. Amen. But it takes a response from your heart to the word and an action. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, let's, um, and I, just real quick, I hit last week on we want to adorn ourselves. Amen. The, the Lord uh, is coming back for, for a bride that is, that is pure, spotless, and without blemish. Amen. Hallelujah. And just like a bride adorns herself for that big day, glory to God, coming up that aisle, amen, it's the same way we need to be adorning ourselves, glory to God, with the, with the things that attract our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ about us, amen, that we can adorn ourselves with faithfulness, adorn ourselves with holiness, adorn ourselves with righteousness, adorn ourselves with joy and peace, adorn ourselves with the things that, that stir his heart, amen. There is there's change, glory to God, that, that he's looking for you, there's things he's looking looking for the Bible says put on salvation amen put on salvation there are things about your salvation that we've got to put on on purpose amen just like tonight you had to put on amen the the clothes that you have on well God is asking us in these last days to put on the things that are fitting for us amen there are things that are fitting that will look a good on us amen look good to the world amen they'll see they'll see the things about us but it also more importantly looks good to our father it looks good to the Lord Jesus. And when he comes and calls us and brings us to the, to the marriage supper of the Lamb, glory to God, we want to be adorned in our faithfulness. Amen. We want to be adorned in the faithfulness that he's called us to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We read this last week, but we'll read it again. I know uh, a man who goes over the scriptures and does a really good job with it. I've learned from his example. Sometimes we start off 10 services with the same scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but it just keeps coming alive. Amen. A new little wrinkle, a new little part that births something in my heart. Glory to God. Well, amen. Peter was the same way. He said, I, I, I remind you, I stir up your pure minds. Amen. Chapter uh, 15, verse 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always, say always, abounding in the work of the Lord. 
always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. Not always doing some. Not always doing just enough. Not always doing just what's comfortable. But abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, I don't know what abounding in the work of the Lord looks like for your life, but I know what it looks like for my life. Amen. And you know what it looks like for your life. You know whether you're always abounding in the work of the Lord or if you're always just trying to get by. We've got one life to live, folks. One, one life in this world. Amen. And, and our rewards in eternity are based upon our, our action and our submission and our faithfulness in this life. Amen. I remember uh, one minister, Joe Morrison, he, he preaches a lot about the end times and stuff. But he said this, and, and he said, compared to eternity, we have about a two-hour movie, if you compared it to our lives. About a two-hour movie to set up what eternity is going to look like. And he said, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be, I don't be uh, uh, one that's weed-eating in, in, in the gardens of heaven in a bikini because I didn't do much. Amen. I don't have much to adorn myself in heaven because I, because I, I haven't done much here on earth. No, you got about a two-hour movie, amen, to, 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 to live out. This, the Bible says this life is just a vapor. Amen. And, and, and it may seem like, well, 60, 70, 80, amen, the close, the older you get, the less 60, 70, 80 years seems, am, am I right? Anybody who, who may have some gray hair, more gray hair than I do, amen, doesn't, doesn't 60 and 70 and 80 all of a sudden seem like it went by like that? I remember I was talking to a, a believer at, uh, where, at the gym I used to work at, and she was, she was 80 something years old, and she, and she said, she, I said, oh man, that's, that's awesome, you know, you're still in here, you're going 80 something years old, you're still, you're still working out and everything, and she's like, yeah, you know, I I don't feel 80, 80 something years old. And she's like, it's not till I walk by the mirror and say, whoo, who's that old lady? That I realize, oh, that's me. I'm, a, I'm the old lady. But in my mind, she's like, I'm not, I'm don't feel, I don't feel much older than when I was in my thirties. I, I, I feel good. I feel, you know, I feel alive. I, I have dreams. And, and I said, you know, I said, I think that's because, because the Lord never intended us to grow old. And so our spirits and our souls, they don't grow old. It's just these old, these old tents. Amen. That aren't, aren't that, uh, aren't that great. Amen. Uh, but, but thank God we have health and healing. Amen. That's a story for a different night. Amen. Uh, uh, but but there, we only have such a short time to make it count what we do. And, and I'm all for extracurricular activities. You know, my kids are in extracurricular activities. I'm in, yeah, I do, I have hobbies. And I, I believe in them. I think they're good. I think they teach some good things. But how many know when we stand before the Lord, we're, I'm not going to be able to, to, to bring forth my comic book collection and say, Lord, mm, I honor you. I've got a number one edition and a number, right? Or I'm not going to be able to say, Lord, look at, look at my, ch my children's soccer trophies. Or, and, and Paul's not going to get one this year. Their team's bad. Um, <laughs> but he's had a good season, but whew, the team's bad. There's no trophy. There wouldn't be a trophy to put before the Lord anyway. Um, or, 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 or tumble mania or what, you know, whatever other things our family are, are involved in. You know, those things are good. They have a place. But how many of you know they don't, they don't have the place? Come on, the, the soccer tournament might be Sunday, Sunday, next Sunday afternoon. Amen. I, said, I told Paul, if it's afternoon, we can be in the soccer tournament. Oh, now you're stepping on toes. No, I'm just being real because, because I need my son to know what faithfulness looks like. 
I need my son to know what faithfulness looks like because soccer isn't, isn't going to get him to where God has called him. But being here will. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, you know, he's got to study for a test or he's got to do. Yeah, I believe in all that. But, but you know, I used to be up under, up on, well, they need rest. Well, I used to sleep right up under the pew. I was a kid. I grew up in, in, in this church. And, and there, my mom had no problem with, with me at a certain time. If the service starts going late, you know, to lay me down, glory to God, and let me fall asleep listening to the word of God. Amen. And then we got home when we got, when we got home because she wasn't going to miss out on her what she needed just because I needed some rest. Amen. We weren't going to compromise the, 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 the faithfulness to what God had called us to do because of natural things that are temporary and only last uh, for just a short moment. Just a short moment for the eternal that will last forever. Amen. There is a, there is, see, this, this isn't just about even just, oh, well, I, I got to do what's right. That, I'm not talking about just doing what's right. I'm talking about uh, an eternal thing that is, that is being established in your life and also an eternal thing that, that, that is a sweet perfume to our Heavenly Father. There is, see, we, we look at things sometimes on such a natural, a natural level and say, well, I know I need to be in church. I know my kids need to be in church. I know we need to be faithful, but we got this other stuff we got to do. And, and I I get that, but 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 do you understand that what's really going on? Amen. When you when you uh, uh, serve and when you come and you're faithful and you bring your children and you're raising them and showing them and living the example in front of them and not compromising because it's not convenient. When you're doing that, it's not only establishing eternal things that are going on. It's it's a sweet perfume that goes before our Lord and Savior. And I don't care about any. Hallelujah, but we got an extra mic. Not today, Satan. <laughs> but there is an eternal thing that, that, is, that is going on that is attracting the Father. And I don't care about anything else more than hearing, well done, good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. I don't care about the world's opinion. I don't care about your opinion. I don't care about man's opinion. I don't, none of that compares. Now, I, you know, I care about you and I like, you know, you get what I'm saying. I'm not being like a pompous jerk. I'm saying there's nothing that compares to see, hearing well done, good and faithful servant. Nothing. There is no, there is no soccer tournament. There is no pressure, you know, uh, uh, there is no pressure from, from the team to say, well, no, well, we need him. And we, you know, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not bowing to the pressures of man to compromise what's true. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say Amen. I know it's I know it's not 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 a a run and shouting shouting message, but man, I don't I, I, there's not a one way I'm going to compromise the things that God has called me to do because when I stand before Him, man, I want Him to say, "Well done, well done." I want to see in His eyes, Amen, the 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 approval of of a, of a Savior who gave His everything, and I lived giving endeavoring to give my everything. Am I perfect? No, but I want to endeavor to give my everything back to the One who gave everything for me. Oh, man, our Father laid everything that he bankrupt heaven for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And all he's asking is for you to give your life for him. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so turn over um, to, let's see. Let's turn over to uh, 1 Corinthians. We're already there. Let's go to chapter 3. 
Hallelujah. Verse 9. And it, sa it says, for we are God's fellow workers. Hallelujah. What a privilege. Come on. What a privilege that we are God's fellow workers, that God has enlisted you to be his fellow worker. Amen. His fellow worker. Man, I just I just hear this. There are some teachers and some educators that are here tonight that the spirit of God is saying that you are his fellow worker at the campus that he's called you and that he's anointed you to be an example and to be one who would shine the light and to live out the gospel in front of those that he's called you to. So don't just think of it lightly that you're there by happenstance but because the spirit of God has orchestrated you and called you to that place, live out the gospel in boldness and in faithfulness. And the spirit of God will, will cause your light to shine at that campus, wherever you're called. That goes to, to all educators or people that were working at, at schools right now. The spirit of God is saying that about you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It says in verse uh, uh, nine, we are his fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According According to the grace of God, which was given me, this is Paul speaking, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. Amen. Say, take heed. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. Amen. There's, there's six things you can, you can build on this foundation. You can build gold, you can build silver, you can build precious stones, or you can build with wood, hay, and straw. How many of you know you're building something? Amen. You're building with something every day. You're building with something. Amen. And it says each one's work will become clear. Woo! praise the Lord for the day will declare it. what day that day that he was talking about in that parable when the when the Lord comes back to settle accounts. Amen. It says we have a day. We have a day. I know that 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 might not be necessarily um, Good news if you're not doing everything you should, but you, there is a day coming where we're going to stand before the Lord. Amen. And, and, and he, he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Or he's going to say, well, you're done. Uh, and, or, he say, or he'll say something else. I don't know. But, but um, there is a day coming. Amen. The day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. Oh, praise the Lord. Um, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive an, a reward. Amen. Even what God is asking you to do and wherever you're called and whatever he's asking you to do in service or, or in, in, in a job or whatever level, he's, he's, he's doing it because he has a reward for you. He know, let me just say this. God knows what f will fulfill your heart. He says he, know, he knows the plans that he has for you. He has a plan for you. And it's a plan to bless and to prosper you. It's, a, it's to give you a future and a hope. I think the Message Bible says uh, the future you hoped for. He has that plan and he's orchestrated because he actually knows what will fulfill you better than you do. You know, pastor is a backslidden young man come, coming back, didn't want to be a minister. Right? You, that was the last thing he wanted to be. But God actually knew what would fulfill him better than what he did. Because God knows the beginning and the end all at the same time. 
And he's called you and, and anointed you and equipped you to be faithful in that arena in which will fulfill you and cause you to, to be blessed. And in it, he also is preparing a reward for you. Man, he's so good. He knows what will fulfill you. He knows what will give you purpose. He knows what will just cause you to want to rise up in the morning and go after it. Glory to God. And he has custom designed that for you and called you to be faithful in it and given you the equipment, equipment to be faithful in it. And he's doing it all because he has a reward for you. This, see, this is good news. It's not, it, there's a reward seat of Christ, amen, that we're coming. And amen, it's like, it's like at the, uh, uh, the Olympics, you know, when, you, when, you've, when you've trained and you've done your work and you've done your thing and you stand up on that podium to receive your reward, amen, that's not a, a fearful day. That's not a scary day, amen, that's an honorable day where you bend your neck down and that, they put that medal on your neck and you, you put your hand over your heart and you sing the national, amen, that's an awesome day, amen. Well, can you imagine in the, in the courtroom of heaven, go, Glory to God in the courts of heaven. When, when that day comes for you and you've done, you've been faithful. You've prayed when the Lord asked you to pray. Come on, you, you came when the Lord said you needed to be here on this service and this service and this service. And you were there and you were faithful. You weren't just there in body. You were there in spirit. You gave your all to, because to, the Lord, what did he say in, in, in 2 Chronicles 16, 9? He said, I'm looking for one with, with a whole heart. Amen. And you wholeheartedly did. You wholeheartedly served in the nursery. You wholeheartedly played in the band. You wholeheartedly gave of yourself as an usher you wholeheartedly come on what the Lord asked you you gave your all at, at work and live the example God calls you man when you stand can you imagine what that day will be like when you stand in the courtroom of in the courts of heaven glory to God and the Lord Jesus has your reward waiting for you glory to God he says I'm calling you up Iris Goolsby come up to the front glory to God and you get to come up in front of the whole family of God hallelujah and the Lord Jesus is waiting there with tears and love in his eyes glory to God wells of love looking down on you glory to God and you get to walk up to him and he says well done my good and faithful servant enter into the reward here's your reward glory to God there is a day that is coming glory to God and it's got your name on it that reward has your name on it that's why it says you'll suffer loss because God's already prepared the, the reward beforehand because he believes in you because he's a faith God and he's already got your reward already stored up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good news, isn't it? Hallelujah. Turn over to Isaiah 119. Faithfulness is not just a, an action of the body. It also takes fullness of heart. If you're taking notes and you weren't here last week, I'll give you that, that scripture again. Um, 2 Chronicles 16.9. You, you can put that in your notes. Isaiah 119, we know this scripture, but it bears repeating. It says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Amen. You have to have your willingness and your obedience. You have to have the heart behind the action of your faithfulness. Come on, don't just be faithful in deed only. Don't just be here in deed only. Don't just come and be, be here and not add your heart with it. Glory to God. Don't, add, don't do just the action and leave your heart behind. Glory to God, because then, then the reward won't be the full reward. 
And you need you want the full reward. Amen. The full reward. And 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 it won't bring the full blessing to the people around you as well. And that's part of your reward. You know, part of your reward is the people that you touch, the people that you impact. Glory to God. We we had a raise of hands last week. How many have been impacted or touched or encouraged by somebody in this church? Amen. The somebody around you, amen. And and almost every hand in the building, except for the few stubborn folks that just won't lift their hand for anything. Uh, you know, almost every hand in the building went up. And we looked around and we saw there there was hands everywhere who had been touched and impacted by lives lived out just being faithful to the work God has called them to be. Glory to God. Man, God doesn't make this thing difficult. He doesn't make it some, some impossible thing. He just calls you to be faithful where you're at with what you got. Glory to God. And he multiplies it and he causes it to bless and, and, he, and he makes it be good, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Glory to God. Everywhere you go. Glory to God. You think it's not even working, but God's working in you an eternal purpose. Glory to God. And it's causing people's lives to be stirred up. You just think you're just fa a faithful member in the, in the choir, or a faithful person that, that works in the nursery. Or I, that's all. No, no. God's working in you an eternal purpose. Glory to God. And it's causing lives to be changed. Amen. You keep doing what God asks you to do. You keep being faithful with what he's asked you to do. You up, up, your, up the ante when he tells you to up the ante. Glory to God. And watch what will, will be worked out in and through you. Glory to God. Willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured, devoured by the sword. We don't want that. Amen. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. You know, uh, being faithful with, with your heart and your action causes, it's a rebellion repellent. I said faithfulness with your heart and your action is a rebellion, a rebellion repellent. And how many of you know that rebellion is something that the enemy has been doing since the garden? Come on, he deceived the even uh, he deceived Eve, and and Adam wasn't even deceived. He just f flat out rebelled. Why? Because 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 man, they how how long have they been in the garden, being faithful, doing what God had called them to do? But at some point, they let deception get in their heart. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was that got in there. I don't, I don't know if it was, they got offended at God about something. I don't know if they got, got, got mad with him. I don't know if, if you know, if, if, if Eve was, was being rude to Adam one morning and, and he just said, well, I just can't believe that God would create a woman like this. And he let that seed of offense at, at Eve get in there. I don't know what it was. But, but something got in that caused, that caused their heart to not be connected to their action. Their faithfulness and their action wasn't connected. There was no, there was, there was something going on in the heart that wasn't, wasn't connected to their action. You have to make sure you're willing and obedient. Amen. And when you're willing and obedient, it causes, it causes rebellion to bounce off of you. Come on. You, you know, they, have you ever bought shoes and they're always trying to sell you that spray? That, and, 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 and if you buy this spray and put it on the shoes, you can put oil on your shoes. You can put mustard on your shoes. You can, and, and it's all this stuff. I'm always like, I don't want that $20 spray. Amen. By the time, by the time uh, 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 that spray works out, I want new shoes anyways. Amen. I'm tired of those shoes. I don't, I don't want them to last forever because then my wife won't let me buy new ones. Amen. And I'm tired of those. 
I'm tired of the way they look. I'm tired of the way they feel. Amen. But 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 that's the way that that's the way when your when your willingness and obedience are connected in the purpose that God's called you to. It's like a it's like a spray. Amen. And when rebel when the enemy tries to sneak in some rebellion or tries to sneak in some offense or tries to sneak in some 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 uh, deception. Amen. It just rolls right off of you. Amen. Because you're connected to. Come on. When you're connected to what God's doing, the only time you're the only time that you're willing to entertain uh, disobedience or offense or or those things it's when you're you're somehow you're disconnected from your purpose come on when you're locked into your purpose when you're locked into what God's called you to do when you're enjoying it and celebrating and going after it amen the, the temptation of those things are not are not tempting am I right it's only when you've disconnected in some way, when you've entertained something on the inside, glory to God, that you may be going through the motions in, in the natural, but there's something on the inside that you've begun to entertain that causes an open door for the enemy to sneak in there. But when your heart, when your willingness and your obedience are connected, glory to God, you, you don't have any doors open. Amen. We don't want to keep any doors open. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Let's go over to Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Wrap this up pretty soon. But pastor let y'all out early this morning, so I have a few extra minutes on this side. Um, it says, um, verse 7, do not be deceived. Amen. The word is f full of admonition to not be deceived. Amen. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. You are moving currently at the pace of your faithfulness, willing, and obedience. Amen. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, he'll also reap. Uh, go down to verse 9, it says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Don't grow weary in being faithful. The word wouldn't have to, to tell Christians to not be weary if there wasn't temptation to get weary. If there wasn't temptation to get weary, the word wouldn't say, do not grow weary. Amen. The enemy wants to wants to try to convince you to get weary. Amen. Because, he, you know, he's really not after, after you as much as he's after the harvest. It says it says you if you don't if you don't lose heart in due season, you will reap the harvest. He's after the harvest that's in your children. He's after the harvest that, of the people that you influence. He's after the harvest at your job and the people that, that you're called to reach. He's after your financial harvest, amen, that, that you've, you've spent years sowing into, amen, and then all of a sudden you hit a tough time, then it's a temptation to grow weary, right? There's a temptation to stop and pull back. But if you don't, if you'll, put, if you'll continue to be faithful, amen, how many have been through those seasons and on the other side of that season they reaped a harvest? Amen, hallelujah. That, because that's the way it's set up. There's temptation to grow weary don't let yourself grow weary don't let yourself be tempted to grow weary stay faithful in what God is asking you to do glory to God because he he is he is he's got a harvest for you and, and the enemy's coming because he wants the harvest he wants your harvest he wants to ruin the harvest that that your faithfulness is sowing he wants to he wants to ruin the harvest that your faithfulness has been producing amen and say he ain't getting my harvest Hallelujah. And, 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 and in your children, he wants, he wants your children. Hallelujah. Well, not hallelujah to that, but many times, let me just say this, and I'll keep my eyes down. Many times, if you grow weary, you'll be okay because you'll reconnect it on, in, some, in, on some, you know, in some later time. 
But where, where it really hits is the next generation, your children. And I've seen people grow weary in seasons where they should have stayed faithful. And it's cost them very dearly where their children are concerned. Very dearly. And if they could go back and if they were honest, we've got to be honest with ourselves. If, you, if they could go back and be honest with themselves, if they would have remained faithful in the time. Man, there's, there's, there's a strategic thing where the enemy likes to attack when your children are almost grown. Let me just warn parents of younger children. When your children are almost grown, I've seen it happen. Time, I've been in youth ministry now for a lot of years. <laughs> and I've seen it strategically. When their children get almost grown, they get tempted to grow weary Right, right at that time, and they start pulling back, they start moving back, they start letting go, they start, they stop being so faithful. I've been doing it for twenty something, you know, I've been doing it for sixteen years or fifty, and, and they start pulling back, and and and, the, and they don't see the fruit of it right away. And in them, they still love the Lord. It's not like they don't want anything to do with God; they still love the Lord. But then, just a few years after that, because you know the enemy's not going to come in and sweep right away. He's smart. He's intelligent. And just a few years after that, all of a sudden their children aren't even serving the Lord anymore. Some are, some are, are, are wildly deceived and, and don't even believe that there is a God. And these kinds of things happen. I'm not, I'm not, just, I'm not just warning you of these things because it's a theory. I, we've seen it play out time and time again. And the enemy is strategic and he wants to cause parents to grow weary right when they're about to reap the heart. Man, there, I, I can imagine, I'm not, I've not been there, but I can imagine there's nothing that fulfills your heart but like walking beside your grown children serving the Lord. I can't, because I know my heart towards, towards my kids and I can just, I, I'm looking for that day and I'm seeing it in faith. And I can only imagine those parents who've, who've, who fought the good fight and are living, it, living out the, the gospel with their children. I mean, there's nothing rewarding that can be as rewarding as that. Well, the enemy's trying to rob that harvest and rob everything that you put in your children up until then and what, who they're supposed to bless. Who, God is faithful to a thousand generations. The, God is interested in the generations that come after you. And your faithfulness in your generation will cause faithfulness to be in the next generation. The enemy is also aware of generations and he comes after you at strategic times to rob and cut off the harvest for the next generation. And so we need to not be deceived and we need to be aware of the enemy's strategies and not give in right at those crucial moments when God, somebody's going to remember this, amen, when their, when their children are 16. Somebody's going to remember this, amen. And, and so I'm, I'm speaking it, be, be aware, amen. Let the Lord, let the Lord uh, 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 continue to show you so that you, will, so that you will rise up and be faithful in those crucial seasons where there is temptation to be weary. Don't let the enemy rob you of the harvest in your children hallelujah amen am i telling the truth pastor haven't we seen that glory to god i'm sure he's seen it much more than i have but don't don't grow weary in well-doing amen uh, uh i don't know what what adam and eve were thinking man we've been doing this for 10 years or maybe they were doing it for 20 years you know when there was there's no time you don't know how long they were doing it maybe they were doing it for 100 years or 200 years and at some point they 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 let unfaithfulness happen amen and they were unfaithful to the father they let wholeheartedness slip away amen don't let wholeheartedness slip away in your crucial time amen when the lord has got you right there ready to receive your harvest amen hallelujah hallelujah um 
you know, faithfulness is, is a lot of times not spectacular. But it's often very, very supernatural. I'm, Brother Hagen said, you know, many, many believers miss the, the, the supernatural because they're looking for the spectacular. It's not, it's not spectacular Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday. I mean, we do have spectacular things. I'm not saying that. But being faithful to continue to press forward and continue to raise your kids. You know, I, you know when I see an attitude to deal with it and, and have to do it, all of a sudden there it is in the next week. And deal with it and, and, and point them back to the word. And, and you know, that, there's, there's faithfulness that, in, that is involved that is not spectacular, but it is supernatural. And your faithfulness may not be spectacular in the season that you're in. Sometimes it is, it is spectacular. But many times it's, it's not that spectacular, but it is supernatural. God is working in you. Amen. A marvelous thing. I remember I was, um, God values faithfulness. We, talk, we said that last week. I just want to share a quick story. You know, I was, um, we had some lights out, uh, these spotlights. And, um, you know, in order to change these, we have to get out that little, um, y'all seen the little, riser that you get in and you go up to the top and change out the lights well um i i just uh i was working here just starting working here um i don't know a couple years and and um and there was a bunch of them out and you know uh i'm not crazy about being up high you know if i'm up high on a mountain or on a building it doesn't bother me at all but i don't want to be in a little skinny thing up high you know anyone been there and um, anyone not like heights? <clears throat> and, and that thing looks nice and sturdy, but when you're up there, it's like. <laughs> and, um, and I knew we had a lot of lights to change. And, and, and Pastor Greg, you know, he, he doesn't care about, you know, he jumps off buildings and bridges and everything else. He doesn't care about heights. Uh, but, but how many you know it's not right to, to expect other people to do things that you can do? But if you will be faithful, come on. And so I, remember, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm going to get there early before Pastor Greg gets there, and I'm going to change those lights out, and you're going to grace me to do it. <laughs> and so I got here early, you know, because I know, because Pastor Greg's like his mom, she, he doesn't want you to do anything without him helping out. Amen. It's like Pastor Angela, you can't, you start doing something, she's going to get in there right with you because she, she, she likes to do the work of the Lord. Amen. And Pastor Greg's the same way, and, and so I, I knew I had to beat him here. So I get, you know, I get ready, I get everything, I move the chairs, and I put in some worship music, and I'm praying in tongues, and I'm not looking down, and I'm changing it, and I go light after, we had like six lights go out at once, amen, and I'm just like, in the name of Jesus, I am not afraid of heights, the glory of the Lord dressed on me, amen, he's my buckler and my shield, hallelujah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going after it, and, um, and I changed all the lights, you know, Got the thing down, got it put up. Nobody even knew I did it, except for, you know, when Pastor Greg came and said, did you change the light? Or, you know, let's get on those lights. I'm like, I already did it. He's like, oh, awesome, cool. But, you know, I put, up, I put everything out, and I was taking the, the lights out to the, to the garbage, and for some reason I went out this hallway, and I got out those doors, and the Spirit of God spoke to me in one of the strongest ways that he's ever spoken to me. He said, thank you for changing those lights. I mean, I can't tell you if it was an audible voice or not. It was one that shook me, and tears came to my eyes. And I said, Father, you don't, you don't have to thank me for that. And he said, thank you. And I knew at that moment, God cares about faithfulness. 
Nobody saw me up there changing those lights. I wasn't doing it to impress Pastor or, or impress Pastor Greg. I did it because it was in my heart. I knew I should be the one to be changing those things. But God saw it. And that's what I'm saying is when God will move in and speak on, and say thank you in a, in, a, in a powerful way. You know, I've had powerful times with God, but that, that, that's one of the most powerful times. And, and I just, his presence came on me and I, and I felt his gratitude. And I'm like, how, how, how is it that you care about the lights? He cares. That was an offering to him. I sacrificed you know, for you, it might not have been a big deal. You might be, you know, I see Brother Bobby, he gets in that thing, he's like, and he stands on it, and, you know, it's no big deal to him. But, but for me, you know, God saw my heart in that, and it, and it blessed him. Man, I want to do things that bless my father. I'll tell you one more quick story. Um, God, you know, God values faithfulness. You know, he, he values submitted faithfulness, not just faithfulness the way you want to do it but faithfulness the way that you're being asked to do it. Um, I remember this around the same time, you know, how many know God judges you and, and tests you in the, in the small things? And, I, and you think, how small, how small can he go? I'll tell you how small he can go. Um, you know, I, was, I, was, uh, I just recently shared this story with Pastor, and he got a kick out of it. But um, I was... I was doing some other things on a ladder around here. I don't even remember what it was. But over in the, in the mechanical room over there, we've got it set up, and there's a ladder in a certain place and different things. Pastor set it up how he liked it. And, um, and so, you know, he said, I want you to clean, you know, clean it, get it all spruced up, and, 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 um, and, then, and then, you know, take, we take, took care of something, you know, that I need the ladder for. So I was coming back in, and, you know, I had gotten it all straightened up and, and looking good in there. And I, I went to put the ladder back, and I said, you know, it's better on this wall. Boom. I put, the, put it on this wall, and because it's easier to get it in and out from that, that side, you know, I thought. And I said, I thought, you know, this is, this is good. So I, I looking good. I'm like, I'm sure, pa you know, pastor won't mind, you know. So I just put it there. Shut the door. And I'd come walking. I, I don't know what it is about this hall, but <laughs> that's where the glory is. Amen. No, but I was walking back down the hall to come around this way to the, to the uh, uh, front out there. And the Spirit of God said, you're not going to submit where that ladder is to where your pastor likes it? And I'm like, he won't care. It's a ladder. He's not going to care. You know what? He may not have cared. If I went and asked, hey, pastor, could I, could I move this over here? It seems to be. He might have been, yeah, that's fine. No big deal. But this was an opportunity where God cared about something, and he was going to test to see if I, I would care. Amen. And so I go, and he said, you're not going to submit. I said, it's a ladder. I'm doing that. It's a ladder. <laughs> you don't care about a ladder, God. You don't care about a ladder, God. You don't care if I come the way they asked me to to my department. You don't care about that because, oh, man, did it go quiet in here? <laughs> and so I, I, I said, standing there, I literally stand there like this, like kind of dumbfounded and thinking, well, I'm not going to let a ladder get me into, you know, into, I mean, the Lord's speaking to me about a ladder. So I went back in there and said, you know. So I moved it back into place, and man, peace just flooded me. Joy flooded my heart as I moved it back in the, and, 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 he, and he said, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. I guess you care about lights and ladders. You know, I don't get this right now, but, but, but I, I'll do it, amen, because I want to please my father. 
Well, it was, it was about two years later, and, and it, we were having a, an awesome service one, one, one morning here. And, the, and I had something in my heart for Pastor Angela. And so I leaned over to Pastor, and I said, Pastor, I, I know this isn't normal, but I have something for Pastor Angela. And uh, it was about her, her uh, flowing in, in, in the gifts of the Spirit and, and it touching others. And, and I said, is that okay? He said, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead with it. And so I, I called Pastor Angela up, laid hands on her. You know, did that, did that, was overwhelmed that God would use me in that way. I came back and I sat down right here. And the Spirit of God said, if you had not put the ladder back in that place, I could not have used you to do this today. And I just, it was a mess instantly. I was like, <laughs> yes, look. I knew the ladder was important. <laughs> no, I just was, I was overwhelmed. And, and, not two, two or three weeks later, they went out to um, the, the conference. They go out in January, and, and, um, and Pastor Nancy asked them to come and lay hands on the ministers to, uh, for a fresh uh, uh, anointing for them to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. And Pastor Angela and Pastor laid hands on them. I didn't know what happened, but Pastor Angela came back, and she nudged me and said, did you watch that night service or that morning service? I said, no, no, ma'am. So she said, go check that out. And... Um, and so I went and checked it out, and there they were laying hands on other ministers to f step into a new anointing to, to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. And once again, the Spirit of God said, if you had not put the ladder up, I could not have used you for that, that, that morning. And then that wouldn't have been a blessing that Pastor Angela and Pastor could have given to. And, and I saw the, and I was like, what other ladders do you need to put up, Lord? And, and so what, I, what I'm exhorting you tonight is, is what ladders, what little places that, that you've kind of kept the ladder, the, the place you wanted. And it's not a big deal. God doesn't care about that. You know, God, I don't, I don't believe that God cares about the ladder so much as he cares about your willingness and your submission to do it however you need to do it. And so I believe there's some ladders in our lives that, that, that God is, is asking us to make adjustments on in our, so that we can fully be faithful, fully be willing, fully be obedient because God's calling us up to a higher level. Amen. And I don't know what area ladders you got, you know, hid away in this closet or that closet. Amen. That God's been talking to you about and, you've, and you haven't been, been, been yielding. But I'm telling you, it's worth yielding. You don't know what your obedience today will set you up for tomorrow. But God does, and he's not, he, God is not a tyrant or some sort of, uh, uh, you know, overwhelming, overbearing boss. He, he's inviting you into more. And the very times he's asking you to submit or to lay something down or to adjust something, he's only doing it because he has a reward for you in store. Amen. And so when your department head asks you to do something a little bit different, man, just take that as an invitation of God uh, uh, to, to lay, down, lay down your life in a little in a little little more way. Amen. And, and it might, that might be your ladder. Amen. That might be your ladder. That might be the opportunity God's inviting in, you into. It may be your boss at work that's asking you to do things. Come on. God is asking us to be faithful in this day, faithful in this hour because he has reward and blessing set up for us. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for the grace of God upon our lives. Father, your anointing, your love, your mercy, it's all over us. We're, all, we're so humbled and thankful, Father God. 
Lord, we don't know what, what, we don't know the beginning from the end, but we know we can trust you. And if you're asking us to lay something down or submit something, Father, you're not doing it except for any reason but to set us up for more, to set us up for a blessing, to set us up for increase. Father, there's lives that, that are at stake. Father, in this kingdom of God, there are lives at stake, Father, that are, that are dependent on our obedience and our faithfulness. And Father, we just, Father, I just want a, 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 a clarity to settle in on us, Father God, in this, in this arena. Father, there's, that we would see clearly when, when the enemy's trying to deceive and when you're trying to set us up, Father God, for more. Father, that we'd be able to rightly divide between those things. Lord, I just ask tonight that, that a fresh clarity come upon us, Lord. And where there's areas of adjustment, we'll see them, we'll recognize them, but Father, we'll not just see them and recognize them and, and, and ignore them, Father, but we'll respond because we're willing and we're obedient. We're, we want faithfulness to infiltrate every area of our lives, Lord. It's who we are. It's who you've created us to be. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We worship you tonight. We just magnify you. I thank you for more. I thank you for more. I thank you for more. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you for more. I thank you for more, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. If you just want to make a, a fresh consecration tonight, hallelujah, I just invite you to come up to the front. Just a fresh consecration to faithfulness and to be, if there's ladders in your life or, or maybe you don't know that if there are any, but you just want to, to make that consecration man God's presence is here God's presence is here mm. he loves us so much he's just inviting us to more hallelujah hallelujah as we just sing sing this just between you and the Lord just begin to to make that a commitment afresh hallelujah Father, we love you. We consecrate ourselves fully and wholeheartedly to more, Father God. And so, Father, you are wide open for whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, whatever you adjustment you we want us to make. Father, we're wide open for it, Lord. We love you so much. Our lives are yours, Father God. Our lives are yours. Hallelujah. Oh, just tell them, my life is yours, Lord. My life is yours, Lord. Do whatever you want with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, let's just thank him. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the reward. We thank you, Father, for the rewards that are that are waiting for us. Father, we thank you for the reward. Hallelujah. Not only at the at the at the uh, coming of the Lord Jesus, but Father God, even the rewards in this life, Father. There's rewards all around us. Glory to God that you're inviting us into. And Father, we thank you for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you so much. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The glory of God's in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will bless us with his glory when we're submitted to him and faithful to him. He rewards that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We just need to just bask in this glory for a few minutes. Just let the Lord minister to your heart. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Praise God. You know, the Lord spoke to Steve and said, thank you for doing what you did. He'll bless you on credit. Amen. He'll bless you on credit. You make the consecration in your heart like you have tonight. Expect the blessing to come. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, 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 thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by me, says the Lord. I have ordered your steps long before you came on the scene. I chose your path. I picked your destiny. And I gave you a plan. It's as you consecrate yourself to me that that plan is unveiled. It's been here all along. Ordained before time. And I'll unveil more and more and more of my plan as you walk day after day in obedience, in willingness, in consecration, in faithfulness. And your pace will, in, will pick up. Your pace will increase. And where it seemed like you've inched along. And then, and then it seems like you've had more liberty and you've maybe begun to walk a little more quicker. You'll come into a place where you, you're, you're running toward that goal. You're making progress. You're moving with speed and accomplishing things on this side and things on that side and you're seeing the, the blessing and the reward and the, and the plan just unfold in front of you. That momentum increases according to your commitment and your faithfulness to me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the good you've seen cannot compare to the good you will see. The blessings you've seen, as rich and full as they are, will seem like nothing compared to the blessings you'll walk into and the blessings you will 
then the blessing you have been will seem small compared to the blessing you will be, says the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.